Cassie episode. It was the Cassie episode, and sorry, I'm eating a her backstory was a lot darker mm-hmm. than I expected it to be. Same. I thought it was just that her parents were gonna split up, you know, which is sad. Mm-hmm. But I did not expect her dad to get into a really serious accident and then develop a drug addiction after yeah. words, which makes me feel awful not only for Cassie but for Lexi who must have been it must have been so triggering for Rue to be mm-hmm. hitting her up for like drug free pee all this time when her yeah. dad was addicted to drugs yeah. and like an opiate specifically yeah it's really insane that like two of the most important people in Lexi's, Lexi's life like a childhood friend and or your father, current yeah. friend and your dad being addicted to opiates, like right, that is really fucking crazy. Yeah, like yeah, and I would have yeah. expected Lexi to like flip on, right, Rue, but Rue you would never know precisely. And Lexi, yeah, Lexi was like not cool about it, but Lexi was like didn't make it a big deal until Rue started acting rude, yeah, to her to boot. Like, yeah, and she was like, don't be a bitch. Yeah. Which is, like, justified. But it does seem like he was in more contact with Cassie than Lexi. Right? Like, does... How how much of it does Lexi know? You know? Because right. Cassie... Because Cassie never told anyone about him breaking in, which means she would never tell anyone about, like, the track marks or anything. Right. So maybe Lexi doesn't even know. Like, it's that's possible. Totally possible. I mean, it's still traumatic that her dad, like... Left just them. disappeared. Yeah, yeah left not, them and yeah. like just now is not part of their life at all. Yeah, I knew that Cassie was was insecure and had the, all these like issues with her self image and everything. Yeah, but I I kind of was like, yeah, well, a lot of that's just like real life for a lot of girls and stuff. I had no idea there was also this background of like her dad right. being an addict, you know, being sexualized from a young age. That Which hit. is something that happens to a lot of girls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially girls with, like, bigger chests and stuff. Like, I've always looked like a 12-year-old boy, so, like, I didn't get as much of it, but that I was... can imagine that hitting puberty and growing boobs, <laughs> that must be so fucking weird. <laughs> to have these grown men, like, embracing you and being like, you're so grown up, like, ew, that's just nasty. No, dog, literally, like, that was my life and I was like 13 14 no even 12 even 11 11 12 13 14 like that was my life and also like I would walk down the street and get harassed constantly which never happens to me now which (laughs) is weird or it does happen to me now but less often Mm -hmm. where that it would be like a constant thing which is so gross dark and gross yeah that's so dark um Cassie's Um, story though it made me sad she's pregnant she's fully pregnant and McKay, the way he reacts to Cassie, yeah, is so fucked up because it's okay to for him to be feeling all of those things, right? Yeah. Like it's okay for him to be feeling panicked, but he completely, feeling, but he completely botched it. You know, when your girlfriend tells you, "I'm pregnant," you say, "How are you feeling? Like, what are yeah. you feeling?" But you focus it on her because it's her body, yeah, that this thing is happening in. I mean, like. It's okay for you to feel panicked, but it's not appropriate for you to say that at that moment in time. Yeah. And I think an interesting thing is that, like, um, we watched the episode with MK's brother, Terrence, who you guys have heard on the pod before. And he was like, and he was like, yeah, but that's, like, realistic. And I was like, you know what? It is kind of realistic. It is kind of realistic. realistic. (laughs) And I'm just so sick about it. Like, what the fuck? Literally, if you get your girl, if you and your girlfriend get pregnant, be like, do not, do not try to immediately be like, you can't have this baby. Listen to what she wants first. It's her fucking body. Yeah, listen to what she wants first. It really is, like, there's a, I'm all for, I'm all about, like, pro-choice, like, if I was in that situation, I don't think I'd be able to have a baby, but, like, you know, there still is a human being growing inside you, and I wasn't surprised that she wasn't so quick to be like, I'm gonna get an abortion. She yeah. said that thing about how she wanted to, like, dream about it, you know? That must be really difficult to really like, love someone, and, like, like, it's not just, like, a random hookup or whatever that you're pregnant. 
it must be difficult to really like love someone and picture a future with them. Yeah. And then, and then having to hear it, them say. Yeah, and also like like having to abort a baby where it's like down the line maybe you would have wanted to have a child with that person. Mm-hmm. And then hear that person also be like, Yeah, fuck that. So quick to be like, I have I have like so much going on, like I get that McKay wasn't trying to hurt her feelings in, in any way, but, like, if I was Cassie that and I'm in this, like, super fragile state, that would literally be someone saying, like, I don't care about you enough yeah. to oh. even fathom the thought of having a baby with you. Yeah. Like, yes, it's ridiculous to have a baby. Like, not ridiculous. Sorry for any teen moms out there. <laughs> it's like, ridiculously it's difficult. Ri- it's ridiculously difficult to have a yeah. baby. And it's a ridiculously difficult decision. But to be so quick to be like, no, that's not going to happen. To not even give it a second to be like, well, what do you think? What do you want? Right. Can I we feel like talk it's like about it? He made the decision for her. Nobody's mad about, like, McKay's feelings perhaps yeah. but it was just the way he handled the it the way he handled it was awful good. Yeah. awful and she was like i and was never gonna have the baby yeah like, i was like i don't think well, Cassie... you couldn't give me a second do you think there's any chance at all that when she goes to get the abortion that she's like you know what no i want to keep the baby no you don't think there's any chance i just don't see for you having a baby that's what i was gonna say i don't like, see just... the show just I think it was just kind of bringing up the topic of of teen pregnancy and, like, that dynamic of having a boyfriend and getting pregnant, you know? Like, that's a real thing that happens, and and I don't know. I kind of wish they had portrayed it in, like, showing the right way to react in that situation or a way that would have been better because, like, I don't know, you know? But it was realistic. But it was realistic. It just, I... I hate I reality. I hate reality, yeah. I'm like, can't you can't you teach these boys something oh my God. while you're at it? But yeah, that, that Ethan is, really is would never behave that mm-hmm, way, first mm-hmm. and foremost. Ethan's a father. Ethan is a father. He'd be like, Cat, we raising this baby. He would be like, Cat, Cat would be like, you are cool. queen. I live to serve you. Like, whatever yeah. you want to do, I am here for you. Mm-hmm. And if I may pivot, um, Cat's gonna get herself killed. Oh, I'm so scared. I have a I have a theory. (laughs) Please leave that in. I'm begging you. (laughs) That was a really weird bird. My theory about Cat is. So my theory about Cat is that her new sugar daddy, that is a weirdo with the black screen and the creepy voice, and his username is Master Sade, like Master Sadist. Yeah, so I think she was really freaked out by that, and I think that this is going to change her tune, and she's going to snap out of this craziness, in in addition with that conversation with Maddie, which where, like, I don't think Maddie was completely fair and justified with with how she was treating Kat, because there definitely was something wrong with the relationship and how Kat viewed herself before, but I think she went, like, too extreme in one direction. So I think that one this direction. is in one direction. But, um, wow, so fitting. Um, and I think this is just going to make her kind of look for that middle ground and be like, well, I can't be, you know, talking to black screens and terrified for my life. <laughs> and I can't be a bad friend. But I can't also be this insecure, you know, girl who do- isn't going after what she wants. So right. I think she's going to find a happy medium. I really do. I feel like it's I don't like think anything bad is going to happen to she's her. She's learning about how powerful she is and it's like okay now let's not now let's use this power let's use it for good and not evil (laughs) that's something my mom says to me all the time she goes use your powers for good not evil and i'm like okay i like that she knows you're powerful (laughs) she does i like that she acknowledges it (laughs) she she knows more than anyone um yeah i'm terrified for her i really hope that the end of the season she, like, learns her lesson, ends up with Ethan. Like, will mm-hmm. that happen? I don't know. I don't know. Dude, there's only one more episode left. I know. Left. It's like, like, do we have the time? I don't know. I Maybe don't know. Ethan and Kat will be up in the air at the end, and, like, in season two, they'll get together. That's the only couple that, like, I really have that a lot of hope for. That deserves rights, yeah. That's the only <laughs> couple that deserves right. 
Like, Zendaya... Like, I love Rue and Jules, but, like, they do not deserve rights in the way that... <laughs> in the way that Katniss does. <laughs> I was about to say Zendaya and Jules. Yeah, but Rue and Jules, I love. They just need to communicate. Jules in general... I, I think it's they're like, going stop to. stop bottling shit up. I think they are going to. The trailer, like, it seemed like they were starting talking about shit. Yeah. But, like... Jules needs to stop thinking that she can just carry all of her burdens on her own and not, like, share with her friends, you know? metaphorically and literally run away from her problems. She ran. She booked it, and I was like, okay, me. Avoidance is my go-to. Literally. Okay, but I'm also, like, I was, like, letting Nate get away. There's no way they're booking Tyler for this. They fully yeah. did. Like, they just did. I just can't believe it. Well, they they booked him, I guess, because they had to, but it's. I don't think it's going to hold up in court. That's the thing. I'm, like, Dog, not interested not. in seeing, like, a court scene. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> like, I just, like, don't want to see the proceedings of, like, I have Tyler's a feeling guilty, like- Tyler's not guilty. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> just don't book him and just put Nate in jail. Like, skip to it, sis. Stop. And the fact that Nate is probably going to get Fez thrown in jail? I know. Sickening. Sickening. Absolutely no. sickening. Okay, so, um... He's crossed the line. Like, every, he like, really has. There is no way I will ever let go of this hatred now. Not like I was going to before, but... It's literally just shows, like... He hurt my baby. So, Cal was like, I hope it didn't teach you the wrong lesson. <laughs> and Nate was like, yeah, it, it absolutely did. It absolutely did. <laughs> it literally shows that Nate is down to manipulate and just punish people to the full extreme. Which he was before we saw him beat the shit out of Tyler. Yeah. But, like, he's he's a sadist. Like, he's doing it for his own enjoyment. Yeah, at this point. And I feel so fucking bad for Rue because... She, when she said the thing about, like, Fezco showing Nate a gun and scaring him, she was, like, manic and sort of just throwing out ideas, and Fez was like, Rue, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, and she was like, yeah, like, okay. And I don't think she expected him to actually say anything to Nate, right? I mean, I wouldn't say it's not that I don't think she didn't expect him to say, I mean, after their conversation, she probably didn't expect him to say anything. But I think she definitely wanted him to say something, not not thinking, like, in her manic state about the consequences or or that she could be putting Fez in a dangerous situation. Right. Also, like, logically... Like, she's, she was literally manic. I love manic growth. Is that bad to say? I don't <laughs> I mean, it was definitely, like, so interesting to watch. I just really liked how this show has throughout the season has been portraying things as the way that they see it so it's very much a reflection of how they're interpreting things like the characters yeah and it really took off in this episode with the whole she's literally walking through a precinct but like she's actually in school and then on the loudspeaker you said how they were like we all owe nate an apology yeah like that was definitely just like a reflection of of her state of mind and it's really cool that Sam Levinson kind of builds this reality based it's on so because yeah like, it's so like changeable it show, yeah and it just shows how when you are a mentally ill person how your mind works reality is not like you have no grasp on reality it just it like that's the truth of oh it. my like, god yeah you could think someone someone can say something to you and it could have no double meaning like mm-hmm. be completely innocent not not mean anything negative or anything and you're like, this person was targeting me. Like, <laughs> this they person was were targeting for my, like, they were coming for my brand. That's so true. That's so true. Right? Also, I'm pretty sure I've said to people, like, while I don't get manic, but I do get in hypomanic states, which mm-hmm. are, like, lower key. I've literally said to people yeah. before, my mom before, I was like, I'm, I'm a fucking genius. Like, I'm literally yeah. fucking genius. I'm gonna do this project, that project, the other project, and it's gonna come together in this way, that way, the other way, and yeah. it's, like, gonna be so... And I just... It's really fun when you're doing creative no, stuff. No, it is, But, yeah. like, then it's not so fun. Um, and it's also the same aspect of, like, you know you're gonna come down from it kind of thing. Like, yeah. that's in the back of your mind. And my parents will literally say that, like, they, they'll hear me at night, like... When I'm, when I'm like that, and they'll just hear me, like, moving things around and, like, just moving all over the place, like, pacing around and shit. 
And it's like, yeah, that's probably not that normal. <laughs> if you Google hypomania, it says hypomania, literally under mania or less than mania, is a mood state characterized by persistent disinhibition and mood elevation, in parentheses, euphoria. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, the depression part, the way that they like depicted was, her depression was yeah. spot on, perfect. When they said that Love Island is a good gauge of um, how depressed you are because if lo watching Love Island starts to feel like work, then you know you're depressed. Mm -hmm. I have literally had that yeah. before. I've literally been watching Love Island <laughs> and I'm like, this is just too much work. I can't do this. Yeah. Like, And then I just go to sleep. Like when I'm super depressed, yeah. and then I'm like, oh, fuck, watching Love Island feels like work. Like, I should yeah. probably do that something That moment when she, like, turns, she puts it on and then turns away from her computer, that, I'll do that when I'm feeling depressed and... Yeah, just turn it on like, and, like, knock. Yeah, just turn it on and just look away because you don't even, you can't even watch it, but, like, you don't want to be sitting in silence. Yeah. So, it's just, like, you're kind of in this state of, like, I don't even know, a uh, state of depression. And I I've guess. also had the thought, <laughs> the state of, a como se DJ depression. <laughs> depression. Um, and then the part where she said, I think it was towards the end of the episode, she was like, and then I just realized, like, this is never, these feelings are never gonna go away yeah. for the rest of my life. Yeah. Also definitely thoughts I have had before. Yeah. And just, like, the realization of, like, fuck, like, I'm gonna have to deal with this forever. For yeah. But, to be positive about it, which I have to, to remain any semblance of sanity, I do know how to manage it mm -hmm. so much better now. And, like, yeah. like, I used to feel like Rue when I'd be like, well, there's nothing I can do about it. So, I just, you have to let the feeling come and pass, which, like, is kind of true. But I also have things that I do to, like, cope and that make me yeah. feel better. And what a moment at the end with Rue. First of all, did Rue pee herself in the hallway? Is that what happened? That's why her mom put her in the bath? I think. I'm assuming so. Okay. I'm assuming so. As long as my girl didn't get, like, a kidney infection. For real. I was like, how fucked up would it be if, like, Rue dies, like, everyone was pre predicting, but it's not from, like, a drug overdose or, like, suicide or anything. Failure. It's from just, like, kidney infection. Like, her yeah. kidneys fail. That'd be so fucked up. And... But it was, what, a moment at the end where she's in the bathtub, or, like, her mom's putting her to bed or something, she's like, I think I need to go back on meds. I know. Like, that made me so happy. That made mm -hmm. me so happy. Yeah. I remember the moment when I first was like, I need help, like, I can't keep doing this or whatever. Yeah. And it's, like, kind of like you have to hit rock bottom almost, you know? Yeah, I mean... Which, which kind of sucks, but at least for me, like... I feel like I was experiencing, like, a lot of mental health issues for a while, and, like, my parents would literally come up to me and be like, do you want to go to therapy? Can you go to therapy? We will bring you to therapy. <laughs> and I would be like, no, 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 no. I would deny that I needed therapy. Mm -hmm. Like, And I literally wanted to. In my head, I was like, I want to go to therapy, but, like, I just couldn't, every time they would ask me, just, like, it was, like, something was holding me back from, like, admitting that I needed help. Yeah. And then I just had to get to this point where, like, okay, this is absolutely fucking unbearable. I just need to, I need to go in now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder how, how things would have, like, gone for me. Because I, I started going to therapy, like, myself regularly, like, when I was 15, 15, Yeah. It was freshman year, but, or, like, when I was really young, I had, like, really severe mental health problems, so I, like, went to, it was weird, I went to a psychiatrist, but they, she never prescribed me anything, mm -hmm. but I had OCD, and it didn't help at all, like, it, or, it, it was just scary, like, because mm -hmm. no one said to me, no one sat me down and said, like, okay, and I was little, and, like, no one sat down and was like, you have OCD, that's why you're, like, experiencing this that the other thing so I thought that there was something like fundamentally like wrong about me or like yeah. like wrong like morally wrong like oh, shit. that I was like a bad person and just had a lot of shame about it but the second time around was a lot better yeah this idea of like thinking that something's fundamentally wrong with you like I never after having it for so long I didn't see that there was like 
a separation between me and, like, my anxiety mm-hmm. and my depression. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, you know, this is just how I am and this is how I'm going to be forever. And I'm never going to know, I'm never going to feel a different way than I feel right now. Yeah. Because this is fundamentally is so who I am to my core. I dropped my stuff. <laughs> um, no, yeah. And then the power of, like, knowing, um, no, this is just, like, a like an illness you know it's like having like a broken leg you know exactly exactly it, you know of course it, it affects your life and everything but it's not necessary it's not who you are right i mean like or, or like like would you just stop having a disease like yeah yeah for some reason just i remember stop. just be just be better no, just man. stop. Smile. <laughs> Smile. Be happy. Oh my god, I hate that shit. That's hate dead that how shit. I act when I'm like hypomanic though. I'm just like, just smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. My mom was always like, it's so annoying and it's like she means well, but she would always be like, she'd be like, I read online like if you smile, it tricks your brain into thinking that you're happy. I'm sick. I'm so sick. I'm I do that shit sometimes. I will smile to myself hoping that it can. <laughs> That's so ill. That's so ill. Uh, but I feel like we've been so not talking about euphoria, but like. But like, I'm kind of living. I'm kind of living, and like, I've been going through it, so I needed to get it off my chest. Oh my god. Jules runs away from her problems. Literally and figuratively. And then she. Ron's, what through. are you doing? And then cheats on Rue. Which is... But it does make me feel like Jules... Like... Not necessarily in a relationship, though. Like, well, yeah, it's like it's like a soft, soft cheating. cheating. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's like a soft cheat. Terrence, stop making that noise. <laughs> but, so yeah, it makes me feel things. actually like... She, Jules has more feelings for Rue than I realize. Because, like, Jules Everyone's is picturing Rue... Yeah. When she's kissing the other girl. Mm-hmm. And she's also picturing Nate, though. Well, yeah. She, like, chokes Nate out, like, that picture of the two rats. But, like, it's definitely, like, there's something going on. Like, I don't know. I think it's because that she fell in love with Tyler. Yeah. But, like, and then to find out that it's a monster. Because even in the, even in that scene, he's like, it's me, Tyler. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, yeah, I think that's going to be a big problem for Jules is making sense of, like, how much of this person I fell in love with was actually even real. Yeah. I think that Jules knowing who (laughs) Nate could be is going to be torturous versus, like, knowing, like, who he is and what he's actually doing to her. Yeah. And, like, the fact that Rue, though... I can't wait for Fez to pop his ass. Um, <laughs> pop a cap in his ass. Literally. In the, in the sneak peek for next week, they show him, like, strapping up. They yeah. show Fez strapping up? Yeah. Don't well, because now Nate has fucked with his business. He's yeah. like, his, now, so Mouse is gonna get Fez's ass. Oh. Because Mouse was like, I need you to move, I need you maybe, to start moving may, more. Maybe, uh, yeah, what's yeah, it called? Maybe Fez will get money out of Nate. And that's how he'll solve his problem. Oh, that would be, like, kind like of that, iconic. I feel like yeah. Fez is fucked, though, like, with that other guy. Mouse, with like, Mouse? No, I think that... I, I mean, think he that definitely is, but he's has to find a way to get out Fez should find out that yeah, Nate... Fez should get the dick pics from Jules of Nate, or whatever. Or Nate being, like... Just get evidence of Nate being gay, and Nate, just like, extorting him. people. And then Fez blackmails him, says, you gotta give me money, and leave me the fuck alone. Um... And if not, I'm going to expose you, and then I'm going to kill you. Yes, So, I don't know. I think someone needs to beat Nate at his own game and call the cops on him. But I feel like Fez is just going to go in with the pure violence and, like, intimidation aspect. Oh my god, my sweet I don't think he's going to go in, like, with, um, you know... Evidence or anything because yeah. he has no fucking idea that any of that's going on. Like, how yeah. would he figure well, I, that out? Well, I think that, yeah, if Jules, Rue, and Fez, like, just, like, get together, try and figure it all out. Blackmail conspiracy. Literally, well, like. Rue kind of figured it Rue all out. Rue right? kind of figured it out, she but she's ever, missing a piece. She's, what piece is she missing? The piece that she's missing is that Nate is blackmailing Jules. Okay. She just thinks, she that, thinks that Jules, she just is, think in Jules is, the, is in love with Nate. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is, is like, so stupid. Sad. And yeah. stupid, but, like, also sad for Rue, 
being like I live for Jules Detective Rue and Detective Howard Rue. Bennett and Howard Bennett and Howard that was so, so sweet and funny I could watch also, like, times another so thing that clued me into, like, the whole, oh, this is very much Rue's reality, mm-hmm. is when she calls Lexi on the phone and the Lexi's, like, sleeping in her bed, and she's like, yeah, Rue is not okay. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, she really is, like, going mad. But it, it was, as much as it was, like, Rue being manic, I think that it also was, like, another sweet Lexi Rue moment oh, of, of them, like, yeah. kind of having fun together, too, of and being course. silly. Um... But I think Rue is definitely, like, high up, you know? Yeah, she's... And, like, Lexi just, like, was not... And Lexi was, like, you know, playing along, like, trying... Like, going along with her and everything, but Rue is, like, a different level, you know? Well, but she did figure it out, I mean... She did. Almost all the way. She was right when she said that she's the Morgan Freeman of this situation. Exactly. She said that she can see the big picture. She did put all the pieces together, to be fair. Oh my god, stop the part where she walks into, I kind of want to play that scene where she walks into Fezco's uh, yeah. grandma's room and he's like giving her a sponge bath, and like, she's she like, she can't hear gossiping. me, right? And she's like, yeah, I can't see you either, and he's like, good, because like, some top secret information, he's like, trust me, room, she ain't gonna be gossiping. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, then the pills cloud start... is oh my god. just, mwah. I'm obsessed. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Everything about Fez Everything about his character. And it's like, I genuinely think that, like, part of it is rooted in who Angus Cloud is as a person. A billion percent. Have you You seen his Instagram? Yeah. You can just tell that he is genuinely Fez. Yeah, Jedi's. Like. And that makes it even more amazing. Yeah, he's incredible. Like, he's just a real-ass person. And I love it so <laughs> On much. his Instagram, where he, like, posted that picture of Zendaya, where he was like, come on now, sis. Like, yeah. I was... This like, is the sis. He, to, to, like, immerse himself in the role has, like, been started, like, dealing, like, pills. And... Oh, my God, method <laughs> acting. Well, I think what Sydney Sweeney was saying is that, like, yeah. each person playing the character, like, has a hand in creating the character. And, Gee. like... You like will mix your experiences with that of um, the character. <laughs> oh, Fez is literally an angel. Yeah, I just pulled up the picture and it's like a still from the show, and Rue is saying, "You think because I was in rehab, I stayed clean?" And then Angus Cloud captioned it, "Come on now, sis. Come on now, sis. Literally, that's the energy for Rue when she's like fusing. She's like, come sis. on now, sis. I just love how he like." He genuinely loves Rue, and he then said, like just family. the way that he yeah he said that's family with his whole damn chest, just the way that he like reacts to her and everything is just I don't know there's something so beautiful about it, and I just can't get enough truly I truly cannot get enough. Let me go to the scene. Um. Also, I just, like, thought of this, and I want to, like, throw it in, but... Yes, ma'am. I think it's really interesting, like, especially thinking about the dynamic of Lexi and Cassie, Mm -hmm. how, like, Cassie has always been told from a young age, like, you're so beautiful, like, you're so pretty and everything. Yeah. And then Lexi was kind of not, you know, not that, you know, Pete, her family was calling her ugly or anything, but it's, like... Cassie was very much, oh, you're so beautiful, you're so beautiful, and Lexi was, like, just Lexi. Yeah. And I think oh that's, God, like, also still of little very... Lexi with, like, the braces in her and pigtails, right. but it was still Maude Apatow. It was so fucking funny. So funny. Yeah. But, yeah, I just think that's interesting, like, growing up with, like, a very pretty sister, like, I kind of feel, like, I kind of feel how oh, Lexi, yeah. like, feels, and also how Cassie must feel with this, like, always being told that you're pretty kind of makes you think that, like, being pretty is the best part of who you are and your, like, identifying trait. But it's, like, no. Cassie is, like, a full-ass human being. And it's sad that, like... sweet girl. She's genuinely sweet girl. Unlike Danielle... uh, Danielle. Unlike Daniel thinks she's an interesting, complex girl. Fuck Daniel. And I think that, that, like, of course it's, it's nice to tell people that they're beautiful, but I think that... It's really important to tell little girls that, like, yes, you're beautiful, but you're also smart, and you're funny, and you're, yeah. you have something to give to the world, you know? Very and I think true. Cassie has fallen victim to that, oh, you're so pretty, and, like, that's, that's all that warrants 
a compliment. Yes. You know? Yeah. I think, though, that I, I can definitely feel where Lexi is coming from. Where Lexi, when, when Cassie's like, do I look okay? Like, I look weird. I look bad. And Lexi's like, shut yeah, up. Yeah, like, you look good. That's, like, course. the only thing people have ever told you. Like, you always look good. Or, like, when she's like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I've never been in the situation where two guys like me at once. Yeah. And then, but Cassie's like, oh, it's just because you're shy. Like, yeah. it's just interesting because it's like. No, yeah, I was always, like, jealous of my sister growing up and, like, really? having everyone tell Shauna that she was pretty and then, like, not have people tell me. Then I'm like, okay, so I'm not. So I'm not pretty? Yeah. So no So there is, like, yeah, that's why I said, like, I also, like, can see how Lexi must feel in this situation and stuff. I don't think it benefits either girl. Yeah. Is what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, really I think that both of them are, are harmed by it, but in different ways. Where Lexi then, like, doesn't think of herself in that way. We're like, oh, I'm I'm desirable and I'm beautiful the way yeah. that my sister is. Yeah. And then Cassie, Cassie is, is like, I'm she... only beautiful. And, and she only... seeks validation, like, through her relationship with dudes. Where yeah. it's like, you, that's not the way to get Also that thing well. where, like, she, she was saying how they would always ask her for stuff and she would never say no. Yeah. Like, That was yeah. dark and that she, like, never wanted to, but, like, yeah. didn't, yeah. That's dark, but, like so true yeah yeah like when you when you're looking for validation and guys like you're not gonna say no absolutely not absolutely not um is that like Rue's episode or what like is it gonna be Rue's episode again I don't know because the trailer made it seem like it was um, I mean, I get. I feel like it's it was like, like Rue's no mom one's being episode, like, but like Rue is obviously still the narrator. Like There's no like young Rue or anything. Right? No, no, it's like when Rue was born, and it's her mom being like, "If I like knew the day you were born, I could like say like, let me play it. This is what's gonna. Happen. Well, this is what's gonna happen. Yeah, I'll play it. If there's a ticking episode on this episode, <laughs> there's a ticking noise on this episode. We rioting. We rioting. Streets. The listeners will riot. Guess how many people have listened, or guess how many different downloads there have been. How many? Okay. 444. Oh my god. Is that sick? That's literally sick and I'm, I'm, I'm ill. What if I heard a voice? Some narrator who said, Here's what's going to happen. I hate, I hate it. I know. Oh my god, Fez is Doing it all for love. Like, no. Everyone, stay safe. Don't do nothing. She goes, obviously, there's something wrong with her. Literally, me to myself. Obviously, there's something wrong with her. Literally. Oh my god, Gia looked like a baddie in the last episode, where she, like, pulled through and, like, the blue camo pants, the crop top, yeah. like, had her hair in cute braids. I love Gia. I love this Gia. Is Gia Hive. Gia Hive. Um, yeah. Jules is going, she's on one. She's going crazy. She's on one. I liked that she talked about, um, like, her, um, not even, like, I wouldn't even say talked about, like, her transitioning, but, like, her relationship with like femininity femininity and yeah. being a trans woman and how that like feels for her like as someone who obviously is cis um i can't like relate to that and it was almost hard to understand like where she was like what she was talking about almost. well she said do you know what the word mana means where she was like, that I felt like brain that means brain no mana is like it's like magic and it's like in different like Oh. RPG games, <clears throat> like I want to say it's in Dungeons and Dragons or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I know that there was a video game I played in Mana was a thing, but oh, she was okay. saying that she felt like she was like collecting her different things that were like upping her magic level. Like, T. 
Yeah, and I just, like, even though I can't, I couldn't fully understand it, and I think I'd have to, like, really think about it and dissect it. Like, it wasn't (laughs) as easy for me to understand as, like, seeing Rue and being like, oh, I understand that because I've experienced different things. It was, like, kind of that aspect, but I, I definitely, like, appreciated the fact that it felt like it was very much true to what Hunter Schaefer. Mm. It seemed more like she was speaking from a place of her own truth, you know? Yeah. You think that that was, like, something that she, like, talked about with Sam Levinson? Yeah. Like, how she was speaking openly about, like, why she, like, like sees all of these men and, and stuff. And, mm-hmm. like, her connection between her sexuality and her gender and, like, how those yeah. interact um, was interesting. And yeah. also, like, I don't know, Jules is fully in love with Rue, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that she's just going a bit brazy right now. Yeah. But I believe I mean, in roles. I mean, I think she is a lot in her play and everything. I've fully... <laughs> she has a bit of a, she's a, a full yeah, plate at the she's, moment. She's bit off a little bit more than she could chew, but... Um, or, yeah. Well, she not, did not it wasn't her this, choice. Yeah. yeah. I was just... Nate I just bit off more of her than he should have, and we are going to fight him for that yeah but um i fully believe that jules like loves has loved rue and like has wanted a relationship with her he everyone's been like oh like jules isn't into it jules isn't into it i don't i never thought it was that she wasn't into it i was just like she's got a lot of fucking shit going on right now you know there's a difference and it's scary wanting a relationship and having the capacity to have that relationship you know that's tea it's not like the desire wasn't there i feel like it was more of a circumstantial thing and hopefully in the end of this episode we'll see them come stronger from it oh my god i just how is it going to to end like they're gonna be scared i don't know dude i have no fucking idea literally fucking I'm just scared. I don't even know. I'm scared, and I know something bad is gonna happen, and I just hope it's not to anyone that I'm emotionally invested in. I'm like, please, though, please just leave it on a high note, because this shit has been taxing. Like, I am tired. I'm- Oh my god. I'm tired as well. You know what I want to play? I want to play the scene between Fez and Nate. Nate. It's a really good scene. That was- That is my Bible. Also, like, yeah, just again, Nate loves this role that he's playing. Oh, he, lo- it's such like a power a, he trip. loves being a sick fucking bastard. I hate, I hate this man so much. He's literally, so he has no reason to, to egg Fez on. All he has to do is be like, okay, I won't leave them, I'll leave them alone. No, because, but that's about, that's like but an attack he loves on his, his power. Ego. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, He's like, like, no one's gonna check me, boo. No Fez one's gonna... said, I'm gonna check you, boo. Fez said, I'm gonna check you, boo. And I was like, oh, I feel like Fez could be the one person who might scare Nate, but then I'm like, you know what, no. The Nate's one person who can scare Nate is, is Cal. Jules. Excuse me. Saying Cal, I feel like, is the only person who can genuinely threaten him. But I'm like, oh, you know what, no, you're right. No, can't. Cal you're is such right. a little bitch Because boy. Jules, no, because Jules, like knows a secret and b is not playing by the same fucking rules as him mm-hmm. oh my god fezco king no i think that just kind of looks down on cal at this point like yeah. cal is trying to get a grip on the situation in his sick twisted way he's still not doing a good job of it but like He's trying to calm Nate down in a sense, being like, I hope it didn't teach you the wrong lesson. Blah, and Nate blah, blah. fucking shoulder checks him. But Nate literally physically bodies Nate him. Nate said, I don't give a fuck. Nate said, I don't care. I'm running shit and it seems to be working for me. Thanks for teaching me all those sick and twisted things as a child that have now culminated <laughs> to the monster that I am. Just fully a sociopath. Fully a sociopath. What's up, man? Yo, can I get, uh, two of the rolling papers, too, bro? Yo, man, I don't know what's been going on with you, Rue, and Jules and shit, but you should know, I really do care about her. Like, aren't you her drug dealer? Aren't you like her drug dealer? 
Oh, that's Bam. Nah, man. Are you in a relationship? Nah, bro, that's like my family. So it's platonic. I love it. Literally, Fez like, and Rue are siblings. All I'm saying is leave her and her friends alone. It's a threat. Nah, I'm just telling you. Or what? We're not gonna be having this conversation. Girl, let's get this straight. You're like half a retard. You dropped out of school at 20, and now you're a gangster. His smile is also like so Tony ugly. Montana, what's the plan? Yeah, he's hmm? so fucked up looking. Mansion, pet tigers and we shit. mean Nate, not King Fez. Yeah. <laughs> like, ew. Yourself. Ew, you're sickening. Listen, bruh. All I'm saying, you keep fucking with Rue and her friends. No, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> and like he five seventy five Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> and like he meant that shit with his whole chest. With his whole chest. Because you can tell he's scared, Fez, but he's like, alright, well I'm committing. Like, I'm committing to this. Like, if if he does I don't even think he's scared. He's like, this fucking fool. This fucking fool doesn't think I'm gonna pop a cap in his ass. And now that he's narked on Fez, it's over. It's, it's literally over. over for this fool. Like I think Fez fucking despises Nate, and like he doesn't want purely, the drama of it. But he's purely, like, he does not dude, want the drama. Of I'm it. gonna That's kill true. you. Oh, like if you keep being an asshole, if you keep being this bold, like you're being to me right now to ruin Jules, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Here's the you. thing: I just I don't want Fez to kill Nate. I don't want Fez yeah, to have that on his conscience. I don't jail. want him going to jail. You know he's gonna get caught if he does shoot him because yeah, because he, he just doesn't have the privileges that someone like Nate does. He doesn't have people looking out for him. He's yeah. not gonna know exactly how to cover his tracks because who does? Who among us would know how to correctly <laughs> cover up a murder? Um, and I don't so think like, I don't I, see Fez like sh I don't. I want see Fez, Fez to fuck up him. his life, but I don't think Fez is diabolical enough to successfully pull that off. No, I, think I don't Rue think is, so either. So. I think he might like threaten him, and I think that if Nate dies, it'll be like a a self defense situation. You know, like maybe mm. there'll be some type of no, Ugh. like you know. I don't want it to be a self defense situation where Fez like genuinely like has no choice but to shoot him or whatever. But I don't think Fez would be the one that would kill him. I think Rue would. That would be pretty fire if Rue like like I don't know Nate how it's gonna happen, jewels, but I could but I don't see, want like, Rue going to jail self, because well you don't go to jail if it's self defense that's the thing. Oh word. Um, <laughs> that uh, wait what is that thing where it's like, let's do it baby I know the law. Oh let's do it baby I know the law. <laughs> it's Jovan. Shout out to Jovan. Oh my god, did I ever tell you that when Emily, she our girl her. at Emily James Music, listened to her music. Um, when Emily met Jovan, she recorded a video of Jovan for me and was like, mm -hmm. can you say hi to my friend, MK? She's in New York. Like, she goes to NYU. And he was like, go to NYU? Like, that's trash. Like, I would never pay money for that shit. Like, no offense, but you chose the wrong school. Like, oh he shit on my entire existence. It was beautiful. He said, I don't give a damn. He said, I don't give a damn. He I said, would expect nothing less. It's just so random, too, because it was like, I like, why do you have such strong opinions on... The college because I go it's to. Because Jovan. Because it's Jovan. He has and a it's, strong opinion on everything. That's true. And NYU, like, is controversial. Rightfully so. <laughs> <laughs> um, should I say where I go to school on the pod? Or should we bleep it? I can it? bleep it out. I don't know. I don't really care, actually. It's on my Twitter. I don't know. Whatever. Um, yeah. But poor fucking Fez... He was just trying to run his small business. I know. And it's, like, the worst time, too, where he had all these pills mm -hmm. that were on, like, I don't even fucking know, where basically he hadn't paid the guy yet. He had to pay the guy Once after he, he sold, sold them. them. Yeah. And now he has to flush them all down the toilet and possibly get arrested. It doesn't look like he got arrested, but, like... Well, I he's think he's gonna, gonna get pick up he's next gonna get murdered like by this mouse guy. 
Like, Mouse doesn't fucking play around. But Mouse does not play around. And all this time we thought it was going to be Rue who, like, got in trouble with, with Mouse, Mouse, but, but it's going to be Fez. But Rue, shout also, out to Rue for, to not Rue for taking clean. For not taking the grandma's meds. Yeah, like, literally legend Literally staying clean in general. Like, Sis was going through it and didn't use. Like, <coughs> wow, 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 wow. The power that has. Like, the international implications, implications that, that has. The clearance that that has. The access that that has. Like, Rue. It really was a stunning moment. Girl, you have done it again. You have done it again. And, yeah, and I think that everyone kind of needed this. This episode was very much, like, everyone's on the verge of a breakthrough, you know? I think Kat is on the verge of a breakthrough. I think Maddie is on the verge of a breakthrough, hopefully, where she'll realize that Nate is a piece of shit. Dog, I Um, hope so. It was, like, I wish someone else... Kat got yelled at her, but it was, like... It wasn't hitting. Does Maddie hear it? Maddie was not hearing it because Maddie was, like, you're an asshole, Kat. Like, you really suck right now. Which, like, fair. Fair, but, but like... someone needs to be telling Maddie what's what, who is credible. Yeah. I don't know. I'm team BB for that. Oh, my... uh, BB was on this episode. Yes. Yes! Shout out to you, Shout out to Barbara. BNR pod. And I don't know if I've talked about this on the pod yet... Because I don't know, but um, how they just like found the actress who plays BB at a mall in Ohio. I think I've talked about it on the pod. Well, did we watch an interview? Oh wait, yeah, we did. That might have been the podcast that didn't work though, because oh, I don't remember yeah. ever editing that part. Okay, so in we in a recording that didn't work, we watched an interview with the actress that plays BB. Yeah, and essentially it was like. That she was found in a mall in Ohio and yeah. tried out and just got on the show and, like, like didn't know any acting. So, like, the character of BB is fully just, like, this girl. Right, we watched an her, interview yeah. um, of her, like, in, like, Columbus, Ohio, local way. news. Same exact energy. Same girl. And she said that the HBO casting person just, like, went up to her at the mall food court and was like, I like your energy. Like, do you want to be on the show? And BB was like, sure. Or whoever plays BB was like, sure. Also, I'm so And it's like, there's no other way that you could have gotten that character if, like, you literally hired an actress to do that. There's... Like, they had to... They had to go and find that girl, you know? She's perfect in every way. She's just perfect. She has the look. She is the energy. She is the accent to pull it all off. Oh, my God. I know. I know. And I I adore her. I adore her. BB Hive. BB Hive. Um... Is there anything else? I mean, I feel like we didn't go through everything. Yeah, I feel like we kind of like we just screamed and ranted and just raved. Screamed, yeah. <sighs> I mean, I feel like there was just so much dun, that dun, like, dun, how can you dun, even get dun, into the dun, dun, the depths of of everything that we witnessed? Oh, am you know? I wrong, or did they change what the theme song of Love Island is on the show? I don't know. I could not tell you, even if my life. I feel on like it. well, I've just watched season one of Love Island and season five last night, but like I don't really remember that. <laughs> but like, I feel like the theme song is like dun 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 like a little like, but in the show in in Euphoria, the theme song was like do 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 do. Okay, then it everyone's like, girl, I don't know what the fuck she's talking. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about, but girl, I, I am living. living. That's really been my energy lately. Like, that was my energy when Jules was... I mean, I did have a sense of it, you know, but at its core it was... I don't know what the fuck she's talking about, but girl, I am living. Oh, I'm like, I would have been so happy if Jules was just able to go out and have fun. She deserves that. She deserves a break. Yeah. But no, she had to have a weird bad trip on whatever it was that she yeah. happened to do. Um, And I feel bad because I feel like she's like, like, I don't know. I feel like she it's seems mean. like she's a little messed up from it. Yeah. I mean, I she's think so I, traumatized. she's messed up from everything. She's so. so traumatized from the Nate thing. But I think she's really fucked up. As anyone would be. It's so sad because as Rue says during her manic state, Jules is the most wonderful human being ever. Literally, like, the most perfect person to ever exist. But also, I know that, like, if Jules, like, tells Rue that she, like, cheated on her, hooked up with someone, whatever, like, I know Rue's gonna be, like, hurt. But if Jules says, like, sorry and I regretted it, 
Rue's gonna be like, it's not even a thing. Like, I think Rue just needs to hear from Jules that, like, I care about you and I want yeah. to be in this just as much as you do. And, like, yeah. I, like I'm down for this. Like, and I just, yeah, I don't think I don't she's gotten that validation. I don't see it being that much of an issue. I don't see it be being honest. that much of an issue. I feel like... I feel like Jules also, is going to give Rue... such Roo, a weird place. Yeah, I think Jules is going to give Rue what she wants as soon as they start actually openly talking about the Nate thing, and I think that it's going to become clear that it's, like, Jules is just under a lot of pressure right now, and, like, also I think that Rue is farther along in her sobriety at this point in time, and yeah. Jules, like, disappearing was, like, the true test, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and, it's and like, I think... Yeah. I was going to say, no, I was just going to say, like, it's... That definitely means something that, like, without her having Jules around to lean on, the fact that she doesn't get high um, or use or anything, I think that means that her recovery and her sobriety is, like, past the point of being totally dependent upon one person. Yeah. Yeah. What were you saying? I think that, um, what was I saying? Oh, I think that Rue is going to be more, is going to be more hurt by, I wouldn't say more, but I think Rue is going to be hurt by the fact that, like, Jules wasn't confiding in her, you know? Like, I don't, I don't think it's going to be, like, a make or break thing, but it's definitely, I think Rue is going to be like, I wish you had told me type thing. So I'm interested in seeing how Rue reacts once she hears Jules' side of everything and how everything went down. What do you think Jules was talking about, like, in the preview for next episode when she goes, did all this happen because I left? What do you think she means by that? Like, what do you think? Do you think that something's going to go down with, like, Fez and Nate and that's going to be what she means? Because that's what I was thinking, but I don't know. So I feel like even though she did, like, leave in the last episode, in last night's episode, um... I think it's it's not talking about that, though. I think it's referring to something that's going to happen that we haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just kind of a thing that was, like, ripped out of context. So, I don't... Yeah, it's hard I to say. I don't really know. That's just, like, the car accident scene in the trailer for this episode. Um, oh, yeah, the trailer, it was Cassie's a car accident, and it was like, Cassie's dad. Yeah. What have you been We're all like, oh, Nate's about to die. And yeah. So I think it's very much one of those things where it's not really telling us anything other than something about to go down. It's about to go down. Um, there was something else I was about to say, but I forgot. Oh my god, remember when the person, the dude tweeted us and was like, uh, about our planet Venus episode, and they were like, Monaco was fully doing crack or smoking meth and we didn't even notice we didn't even clock it like not even a little bit uh thank you to whoever that 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 person was verified on twitter like a verified journalist yeah that was cool shout out shout out to you let me see what their name is yeah i don't know what the fuck was i gonna say i don't know hmm Um, oh also like the thing the ruse interaction with the mom's new boyfriend Mm, that was dark that was dark but it's like okay she was goggin benjamin goggin said hi i love the pod sorely need to dish about this show thank you benjamin but feel like you skipped over the part where monogo or whoever smokes meth or crack am i mistaken here (laughs) <laughs> Monogo. <laughs> it's like what my dad called Bogo, Fubo, Fobo, Fobo. And I said, wait, Monaco smoked meth or crack. I'm going to need to rewatch because I missed that. Said, yeah, it looked like a cig, but he unwrapped foil and it seemed like he was freebasing. Emoji that's sweating. So I wouldn't put it past Monaco. I mean, Monaco's kind of a crazy bitch. Um, I yeah, I um, don't support smoking crack and or meth but i i see that for monaco i do um i fully plan on naming my um first dog monaco yeah we had a whole conversation we have a whole plan i'm getting a italian greyhound which are those little dogs and <laughs> you know the little one you know those those tiny guys and doesn't Kylie Jenner have one? Yeah, Kylie Jenner has one and Jenna Marbles has one. Jenna you know, Marbles. Sermon. Um. Okay. What was I about to say? 
Oh, yeah, so, sorry. It's okay, dog. It's um, okay. So, yeah, I want to get one of those, and then I'm going to name it Monaco, and it doesn't matter if it's a boy and a girl, because I feel like Monaco can go for either. And, yeah. like, I can also get a bunch of cute nicknames out of Monaco. Coco. Like, I can go Coco. I can go Mina. Mino, Mina, Mimi, whatever I Mimi. Mimi, Momo. Coco, Kiki. I can I, call her whatever I want. I love that. And I'm just really excited for that chapter of my life. Yeah. It's common. It's a common. It's a common. Um, Do you think, like, within, a, like, like next year you'll get a dog? I don't know. It's, like, it's, I'm not ready for the responsibility, even though I really want one. You're not ready to be a father. I'm not ready <laughs> to be a father, exactly. So, I don't know. Probably won't be for a while. I'll have to, like, get my footing first. Don't forget. Get a stable place to, to live. name them Monaco. I won't. I won't. I'll have to write that down somewhere. I have a list of notes on my phone. Um, or I have a notes on my phone, which is a list of like potential dog names for really? the future. Yeah, it served me well. To you. In my in my life. Um, because I didn't get to name my dog. My dad was like, his name is Shay, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. Um, what else happened in this episode? What else happened in this episode? The moment between Cassie and her mom was sweet, of course, of course. Um. It was also interesting to see, like, the mom and the dad's relationship and, like, I don't know, just give some context to why the mom is the way I she is. I also definitely don't think that Cassie's mom cheated on Cassie's dad. I don't know why, but I just, you know how, like, there was the rumor? Yeah. I just feel like she was being crazy and, like, dancing a lot and probably, like, flirting, but I don't think she fully, I don't know why, like, it, they didn't really yeah. give us any information, but, like, it just didn't I don't, seem. I don't really think th- like, that didn't really stand out to me. Like, I don't really think she did either. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't, like, if they were like, oh, yeah, she did, then I'd be like, okay. But, um, yeah, it just seemed like that they didn't get along and that it wasn't a good relationship. And I don't think it necessarily had to be like, oh, the mom cheated for it to end. Like, it obviously wasn't a good relationship. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally, totally. So, yeah, I don't I don't know if I'm necessarily sold on that point either. Um next season, I sincerely hope that there is a Fez episode there and a Lexi episode and an Ashtray episode and an and Ashtray a Monaco episode. And a Monaco episode. <laughs> next season there better be a BB episode and I need next that. Next I want Sam Monaco Levinson. to be the narrator. Stop. <laughs> I want BB to be the, the narrator. That would be fucking, fucking insane. It'd be like she'd know what was happening before we did. Right. Like, she'd be a more reliable narrator than Rue, like, hands 100%. down. 100%. She's the only one in touch with reality, it seems. Oh my god. Vape queen. Vape queen. Wow. A moment. <sighs> yeah. Is that everything? I guess that's everything. I feel like every episode we end it with, like, so, did we do it all, or... or uh, <laughs> did we get it all? Did you come? <laughs> <laughs> That's crass. No. That's crass. That's, That's crass. crass. Um, oh my god, wait. Cat fuck Daniel. Can we talk oh, about Oh, wait a minute. We didn't even talk about Oh yeah, that Daniel didn't even remember, remember. that... How he does dated one not Kat? remember someone that you dated in the sixth grade? For five months, no less. No I remember less. that like it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, Daniel didn't even remember. Like, that must have destroyed Kat's entire worldview. Yeah, because, like, obviously that was a big aspect of how she, you know, a big, a big aspect of her life. Yeah. And how she based a lot of her decisions and everything because of that was, heartbreak. It was, like, how she based the way that she viewed herself. Uh, Billy! And to have that boy just... <laughs> did you hear what just happened to my voice? Yeah, what did just happen? Did you have, like, a voice crack? Right I had a voice crack. Because <laughs> I was about to be, like, a billion percent. But then my voice just... She said, no ma'am. The, no ma'am. Yo, Daniel's the worst in, like, every Daniel's way, like, shape, and form. Like, I mean, so is Kat right now. But, like, we're gonna give her some time. And I'm sure yeah. she'll... 
I'm get not back even to gonna being... give that bitch the electric chair this week. Really? Yeah, she doesn't deserve it this week. She doesn't week. deserve it. Yeah, what'd she do? But she she was just you know she you confused she spoke some... little lost childs like no yeah, precisely. We don't beat them when they're down. We do not. <laughs> we do not kick them when they're down. Also, um, everything she said to Maddie was true. Was true. You have an abusive. Psychotic, psychotic boyfriend, boyfriend that you've broken up with ten times. Yeah. No, and it's also, I don't even want to say that Nate is psychotic because the truth is he is not psychotic. That makes it worse. Like, if yeah. you're experiencing psychosis and you're seeing and you're hearing things that aren't there and then you react in response to that, like, you know, at least that's not 100% on you. Like, Nate is not... He's fully living for... Nate is in re... Like, he's in touch with what is real, what is not, and he still decides to be a monster. Yeah. Like, that's worse than psychotic. No rights. Far worse. No rights. Does Nate deserve rights? Absolutely not. Does Daniel deserve rights? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Yeah. <laughs> rights have been revoked. <laughs> Literally. You heard it your here human first. give me your human rights. <laughs> give them to me. <laughs> give me. Give me. So who gets Angel of the Week? Fez. Fez, duh. Duh. But when has he not gone Angel of the Week? We've been over this. Also, that's true. It's like the usual suspects, and I think the winner yeah. of our love this season's Fez, the loser, Nate, obviously. Obviously. Um, Rue's mom gets Angel. Um, fucking Rue's mom's date gets electric chair for being like, I heard about, like, your new best friend or whatever. I know, like, I don't think he meant anything, like, really mean, but it's like, shut the fuck up. He's Just like, oh, so up. you gay. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Yeah, he was like, I heard you're gay. <laughs> Literally, like. If some fucking dude came up to me and said that, I'd be like, and I heard you're a fucking rat bastard. <laughs> oh my god. He is a rat bastard. He, and he literally looks bastard. like a rat. Um, like, did he deserve the dragging that Rue gave him? Debatable, but... No, yeah, that was crazy. I saw someone on Reddit be like, okay, like, listen, like, I know that Rue billed herself as an unreliable narrator, like, in the first episode, and Rue's mom and her date was were laughing about her new best friend, so, like, think about it. Like, maybe Rue is just, like hallucinating jewels or whatever and it's like absolutely what? no 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 not the case like no, pool theory but the only way for you to do that like reasonably in a movie is that that character has to not ever exist when other the other care other than yeah. when they're in the same room like duh and like jewels rue didn't even see jewels first it was fucking fez that said yeah uh, what is it? What is the thing? Like something. Moon? I saw some girl. I think you're gonna like. Oh yeah, Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. Oh, she does look like shit. Sailor Moon. She does. So that was my shit when I was little. I had one Sailor Moon. What was the? What were they called? VCR like things? Like yeah, VCR. And I would watch over and over again. Literally fighting crime by daylight, winning love. Or by I think moonlight. it's no, it's VHS, and then you played in a VCR player. Oh, got it, got it. Sorry, no one come for us. Because we don't know our shit. <laughs> they're gonna Sorry, bully we're us. Not if they haven't babies. came for us already, like, I we're think 99 we're 99 babies. I just wanna go back. Back to 1999. In the club, when though, I that Jules goes to looks really fun. It I wanna does, go there. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go. If anyone knows the location that was shot at, please let us know so we can go. It's probably in California. But... Looks it's probably a set, to be honest. It probably doesn't exist. That's actually tea. <laughs> yeah. No, the whole show is definitely just shot on a set. Other than, like, the carnival, obviously, but, like... The carnival was a set. It was? Yeah. Yeah, then it's all a set. Yeah. So it looked like how they did the scene where it's, like, the rotating hallway. That fully was a rotating hallway. Like, it wasn't yeah. like they were moving... That's so crazy. They had people taped down where they were standing so that they could, like, the bro, like the hallway or whatever could, like, spin on its side. Oh, I didn't could think be, like, about or whatever. The Yeah, they were taped down. I'm thinking about how you sound like Maya Hawk, apparently, which is, like, true. I just never thought of it. And I'm like, I need to reinvent my voice. Literally. I need to start talking, like... What a blessing. In a pleasing way. It what is. a blessing. I feel like... The fact that someone said that I've 
a voice that sounds like Maya Hawks is like, I feel like I, I can be Maya Hawk now. And that that's such an empowering feeling. Yeah. I'm so hopeful for my for my coming out as Maya Hawk. <laughs> I'm so like, hopeful. so excited. Does she like have like a cool style or something? Like is she like on Instagram? Um, or... so one, she she's Ethan well. Hawk's daughter, so immediately superior to the rest of us. Superior. <laughs> because I also love Ethan Hawk. I want him to be my dad. And so my my angle was that I'm going to marry Maya Hawk, and then Ethan Hawk will be my father-in-law. Oh, perfect. Which is like win-win, you know? Win, yeah. win, win. Uma Thurman's your... But, so, oh, and Uma Thurman, of course, is my mom, but like... Another win. That's that's unfathomable. I cannot be in that proximity to greatness. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's just a cool indie girl, and I, I love her really a lot. Word. Um, she's queenie. Um... But, yeah, so this has been Highland. A Euphoria podcast. Thank you for listening. Yes, ma'am. Follow us uh, at Highland Pod if you want to talk to us or just see what we, we get up to. Hearing from you guys. We love hearing literally, from you guys. It's so fun. We geek out about it. We geek so. out. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye.